You're listening to What's New with Wired. This episode is brought to you by ShipStation. You know, some things take a lot of work, like sending little robots to far-off distant planets. And just as that's challenging, so too is running a successful e-commerce business, especially when there's so much to do. So I want to introduce you all to ShipStation. Now, I love using ShipStation because of its easy-to-use dashboard, which makes managing orders and printing labels a breeze and super smooth. Oh, and the customer service is just out of this world. It's exactly what you need to help grow your business. Sign up for your free 60-day trial at ShipStation.com slash technews. That's ShipStation.com slash technews. This podcast is supported by Tools and Weapons, the podcast hosted by Microsoft Vice Chair and President Brad Smith. Each episode features insight you won't find anywhere else from the center of the conversation surrounding emerging technologies like AI. Right now on the podcast, you can hear a special episode where Brad Smith lays out Microsoft's vision for a vibrant marketplace driving the new AI economy. To hear more, follow or subscribe to Tools and Weapons with Brad Smith wherever you get your podcasts. Here's today's spoken edition of Wired. Palo Alto Networks has the broadest, most comprehensive cybersecurity for private cloud, public cloud, and SaaS environments because secure clouds are happy clouds. Protect yours today at go.paloaltonetworks.com slash secure clouds. What Remains of Edith Finch is a great game if you see yourself in it by Julie Muncy. I lived in the same house until I was 18, the same house with its faded blue garage door and the dining room window that faced the sun at the hottest part of the day. My family history feels like it's collected inside that house, worn into the walls like dirt. If I inherited that house tomorrow, I would sell it. Given the chance, memories can overwhelm a place and become invisible barriers hemming you in. Live somewhere long enough, and you wear a groove into the floor so deep that walking anywhere else becomes difficult. What Remains of Edith Finch is a game about a house and the burden of painful memories. The Finch house sits alone and ungainly, isolated off the coast of Washington. A series of additions resulted in a spire of conflicting architectural styles reaching toward the sky, Each room was built for a member of a family that spans generations. Each is sealed shut, and inside lie memorials in the form of diaries, letters, poems, and paintings. Every room is a gravestone, the house a mausoleum. You see, everyone in Edith Finch's family is dead. Everyone except Edith, who is 17 and trying to make sense of it all. At the beginning of the game, she returns to the house, journal in hand, to record her family stories. In doing so, she braves her own emotional baggage and rumors of a family curse, possibly associated with the house itself, that return even more unnerving. What follows is a series of narrative mini-games, short stories based on the lives and deaths of each member of the family. In one, you're a child on a tree swing, levering your legs back and forth to gain momentum. In another, you're a teenage girl with a camera following her father on a hunting trip. Each vignette ends tragically, but offers a compelling sketch of a person and a time spanning a century of family history. 
You see the finches for fleeting moments as they saw themselves, and follow them through flights of fancy and cruel realities as they stride heedlessly toward their fate. Not all the vignettes are equally compelling, and some rely on conceits that feel like a gimmick. I don't think I'll ever be on board with a game that asks me to control an infant, but when they work, they reveal a quiet beauty. Yet I find my experience with What Remains of Edith Finch difficult to reconcile. It's the latest in a long line of games about empty houses, most famously Gone Home, and it wavers between profundity and formula. As a meditation on absence, Edith Finch feels confined by its own conceit. It teems with people you can reach out to but never quite touch. Likewise, the family curse never quite lands, becoming less a mystery than a noose constraining the plot and characters. It's not that an idea like this must be real within the story, or that the game must have an opinion on whether it actually exists, but it does have to be substantial enough to engage in the conversation. The Finch curse, despite its centrality, never quite gets there. Somehow, though, it still worked for me because I remember my own family home. I remember my half-siblings who came and went before I reached adulthood and who still live within half an hour of that house. I remember my parents fighting, separating, divorcing. I remember my mom getting sick and getting better. I remember the air conditioner's pipes freezing in the summer. Walking through Edith's old house, listening to her as she recalls and imagines the stories of those who came before her, I thought about my own family history and its effect on me. When I left home, I did so because I feared getting stuck there if I remained. I was afraid of following the patterns laid out for me. I wanted something new. So, when I step into Edith Finch's derelict home, I feel recognition. I can imagine what she's going through, and that recognition papers over weaker parts of the game. What remains of Edith Finch is, above all, sincere, trying through even its most fantastical and gimmicky moments to tell a story about home, grief, and growing up. When Edith Finch walks into that house, I imagine the two of us at the threshold, surrounded by ghosts. When we leave, it's an exorcism. I'm not sure if Edith's story will hold up for anyone else, but it was something I needed. Want to learn how you can make smarter decisions with your money? Well, I've got the podcast for you. I'm Sean Piles, and I host NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast. Our show features our team of nerds, personal finance experts in credit cards, banking, investing, and more. And they'll help you make the most of your money while cutting through the clutter and misinformation in today's world of personal finance. You'll get clarity on strategies to help you build your wealth, invest wisely, shop for financial products, and plan for major life events. Listen to NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast wherever you get your podcasts.